talking about motivation, fitness and health, and Wheel of Time. Stay tuned and uh, let's get this ball rolling. <laughs> Just uh, wanted to let y'all know who I am. Welcome to the JB and I show. I'm your host, Isaac the Firehawk Middleton. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. If you're celebrating a birthday today, this month, this week, <laughs> happy birthday! Yay! <laughs> Happy birthday to you and many more, many, many, many more birthdays, okay? And for those of you who are celebrating an anniversary, Happy anniversary. <laughs> Happy anniversary to you and many, many, many more anniversaries, okay? You know what I'm saying? No matter whether, you know, it's your one-day anniversary, two-week anniversary, 30 days, 30 years, 30 months, <laughs> happy anniversary, all right? All right. Okay, so today, um, you know, we're going to start out with motivation. Uh, welcome to all my block family, you know what I'm saying? I am on the block 105, baby! <laughs> Absolutely, for those of y'all who don't know. If you don't know, now you know, you know. <laughs> Alright, so sometimes it's hard to stay motivated. We all have our uh times when we are just not motivated. I mean, what else can I say? You're just you're just out of it, you know, and we all have our down times, you know, and uh I talked about this many times before the uh, adrenaline rush hit and the uh, aspect of saying a thing is different than the aspect of carrying that thing out. You know, you get the, the atmosphere right and the adrenaline flowing and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're making all these commitments and everything and then nothing. Or you might do it for like a week or a day or two, and then the pain sets in. The pain of doing it. The pain of waking up earlier than you normally wake up. The pain of, you know, taking that extra trip, you know, whether it's before work or after work or in your lunch break or whatever it is, 
so that you can get that workout in, you know, the pain of, uh, you know, I'm going to take the stairs today, (laughs) executing it, you know, the pain of execution, the action, you know, that, that, that pain that will cause anyone to, uh, slack off to quit, especially if you're not used to doing it, especially if you're doing a change, it's a lifestyle change. It is because you're not current, uh, currently happy with the way your lifestyle is right now. Whether you want to be healthier, have more energy, lose weight, gain weight, chisel up, tone up, or just you know finish your college degree or your certification. You know, you, if it's your college degree or your certification, you gotta put time aside for studying. It's not gonna. Uh, I can't even think of what the word is right now. So you're not going to have osmosis and just hold the book in your hand and absorb the the knowledge within the book by holding it. I'm sorry. Uh, To my knowledge, most humans (laughs) don't have that uh, uh, capabilities. You see what I'm saying? So we got to do it the old fashioned way. We got to read, read again, take some notes, read again, (laughs) write it down, read again, test ourselves, and read again. (laughs) and hopefully we'll retain two percent of what we read (laughs) you know but i jest and all that you know and it's all fun it is good to have fun and everything but you know setting time aside to learn your materials whatever it may be whether you are finishing your high school diploma or your ged equivalent or your college tuition that's a college tuition, your college degree or your uh, certification, whatever it may be, you're going to have to put time aside and study it. And it's not going to be fun. It's going to be hard because you're literally forcing yourself to understand and to learn and you're reading and you're, 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 you're grinding, you're chipping away at the uh, knowledge crevices of your brain so that you can retain this information, you know, and, and all of that is not easy. And I just use that as an example uh, for those of you who are who are doing that, you know. And and even if you're starting a new business, that that's a lot of work. Uh, I it was once said that an entrepreneur works more hours than someone who works a nine to five. You work a nine to five is eight hours. <laughs> it's already established, you know that that company and everything is already established. You work in there to do a specific job, and you work in those hours, and you get paid for those hours. As an entrepreneur, you got to do more than just those eight hours. You got to do your research. You got to do your 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 analytics. You got to learn your analytics. You got to learn your audience, your your customer. You know, provide good customer service. If you are hiring people, whether that person is a uh, uh, I was going to say freelancer, but it's still fall on an independent contractor or whatever, or an employee. You got to work with them, you know, and, and, and it's just stuff that you're going to have to do because you're the boss and you're the worker and you're the sales manager and you're the <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, you're going to have all these hats until you have enough money to hire somebody to take this load off of you as an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurship sounds immaculate, but the pains of executing it is not easy. You know, that's why you see a lot of people that start entrepreneur and it it goes from an entrepreneurship to a hobby (laughs) because it's not that much 
stress over a hobby, you know. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to do this on the weekends and <laughs> and maybe once a month, you know what I'm saying? But when you're doing an entrepreneurship and you're really stepping out there, you know, uh, in some cases you have to because you already got that extensive loan, you know. And, and some people don't realize when you get a business loan, a business loan is not like a personal loan. It's a lot of money. And they expect that money back. <laughs> and so when you put yourself out there and you're just like, oh, my God, I need this to work. <laughs> I, need to, I, need to get this, I need to get this thing together, you know. So all of that is very important. And, and, and there's a lot of companies, uh, startups that don't make it. You know, they, they call it the first trial years. You know, whether it's those first that first year, or the first two years, or the first five years, those first trials years is is could make or break a company. You know, that's why they talk so good about uh, a lot of these companies that's been here for so long. Uh, I.e., McDonald's as an example. You know, McDonald's is a household name. You know, at one point or some point it wasn't. You know, and and now it is. So it's just stuff like that that we have to learn and understand that it's going to take work, you know. And I'm giving that all a, uh, a, an example in regards to, you know, motivating yourself. You know, and, um, I think it was The Rock says, you know, I, I try to be the hardest worker in the room. You know, there's a lot of great, talented people out there. I, If you watch um, YouTube, Bego, uh Twitch, you see all these different talented people across all these different platforms. And some of these guys is like the cream of the crop. Like I always wonder, and I, I, I think about silly stuff like this. <laughs> I always wonder, like if you take the 1% of YouTube and the 1% of Twitch and the 1% of Beagle and the 1% of Facebook, all these guys is making these immaculate videos from, um, pre-recorded videos to live streaming videos and peer them up against each other who would be the best of best one percent of the one percent <laughs> you know what i'm saying but these guys are, are are doing well on their various platforms some are doing well on several platforms across the board but some of them are just like they're that first facebook guy you know or, or gal you know or they're that you know instagram person you know, they're that uh, YouTube personality, you know, or they're that Twitch, you know, streamer that everybody know and love. You know, they're the one percent of that particular platform and that they dedicated their life to it. You know, and so uh, what the fear is, and this was a big fear, especially across the YouTube world, is if you ever lose that, you got to uh, not necessarily start over because it depends on how you lose it, you know. Um, but yeah, in essence, you kind of starting over now, I'm going to mention a group that was on YouTube that got demonetized and now they're over in rumble and such like that, that the name of this particular group is fresh and fit. And as much bad things people can say about them and be right. <laughs> One thing they can't say bad about them is their work ethic. Their work ethic is ridiculously awesome. And these guys put in a solid work ethic. Okay. And, but even they were demonetized, so they didn't get shut down, shut down. So they were able still to stream out there, but they wasn't able to like, uh, get any revenue from it, but they were getting all the revenue from YouTube. And, 
when they lost their monetization, it's just like shutting them down. So they move over to Rumble. My point is, is they were able to let their YouTube audience know, hey, I'm over here now if you want to find me. Not every organization that's on YouTube and such like that have that opportunity to let their audience know where to find them, you know. And and that goes into marketing dollars. If you can't let them know, hey, I'm over here, you got to let them know a different way. And you dumping a lot of money into marketing to let people know where to find you at now, you know. Um, but that's that's the way it is. But uh, and that's that's the major field that a lot of uh, singular platform uh, people have is my only income is from here. If I'm, I'm going to use YouTube because <laughs> YouTube, say for an example, you know, your only income is YouTube and you lose your uh, your monetization in YouTube. If that happens, then you got no more income. You know, everything will stem off of YouTube. So that's why you see people that will have multi streams of income and multi streams of communication so that they can let their people know if something happens. Oh yeah, we got shut down on YouTube for whatever reason. I, I made I made a flub, or this happened, or that happened, or whatever the case may be. And they can let their audience know where to find them at now. And they may or may not have the same uh, amount of people that may follow them over to this new platform, which does happen sometime. Uh, but. Also, they might be able to in 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 that regard, but see, they are not starting from scratch. It's not unusual for an artist to go from one thing to another thing. I've seen on several different occasions when an artist went from Twitch gaming to YouTube gaming. You know, I believe the guy name was Doctor Disrespect. He got shut down on Twitch, and then next thing you know, it he pops up on YouTube. Now I don't know what happened with the dude or anything like that. I'm just saying that as an example, you know, and that's something that we all can learn from as, as as we you know go about this thing. And so that's the motivation I want to bring to you today is to you know you got to do your research. You know, even if you're only researching the research that's already been researched. <laughs> Say that three times fast. <laughs> and so if you're researching a research that's already been researched, then you don't have to do the particular research. You just got to research the research that's been done and and who's sponsored it and such like that. <laughs> if, you, if you still don't get it, please let me know. I'd be happy to explain it in more detail. But, you know, um, when people go to like i was i would say the uh covet uh pandemic a lot of time when people were researching it they were going to various different um i live in california various different websites and saying and looking up the county the city and the state uh website and see what they had to say and then they would also look at the federal website see what the federal government was saying and then they would look up you know independent um uh, uh, companies and see what they were saying and to come to a determination of what they wanted to do in that regard. And so all this information has been researched by someone else. So all you're doing is compositing all the research and, and comparing and sorting it out and so that you could be informed and make an informed decision on the research that's already been done. 
Now, if unfortunately, unfortunately, you're the one that's doing the research, <laughs> I say unfortunately because it's a lot of work, but a lot of research has already been done, but out there, whatever it may be. But if you're the actually a person that's spearheading the research, God bless you. You got a lot of work to do. Okay. You know, and sometimes it's just finding the research that's out there is a challenge, you know, and especially if you're researching it by yourself, that's just the way it is. Okay. Now, um, and, and staying motivated through this research process can be daunting, you know, and, and cause you're compositing all of these, uh, technical and word <laughs> spaghetti stuff and, and formulating, uh, a good, uh, thing for yourself. And that takes time. And, and so a lot of people quit in the research phase. They don't even get to the application phase because they, they never pass the research phase, you know. And so when you're doing all this research and for school, it'll be homework and research. <laughs> and and you, you, you're trying to get your, uh, your high school degree or equivalent GED or your certification or your college degree or your master's degree or even your doctorate's. All this research and stuff you got to do. And the higher you go, the more they expect you to know. <laughs> okay? You can't be a CEO of a company in a tech thing and don't know anything about technology. Okay? If you if you have a CEO company in that, they expect you to know about it. So you got to do a lot of work. Now, um, I'm not ignorant to the fact of the uh, what they call the uh, CEO, CEO inheritance. You know, inherit the company from... A family member. <laughs> now, there's several ways to do that too. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you got a, a good board in front of you, then you can, you know, let your board run it. But you still want to um, educate yourself so that you are not left in the dark, and they they won't be able to pull the wool over your eye. I'm just saying. But I like to know the stuff I'm working with and everything like that. Now, and sometimes, you know, remembering your motivation, remembering your why, why are you doing it? Okay. Why are you getting this certification for a better job, for a better pay, for better opportunities? You know, why are you getting your GED? You know, why are you getting your, your college equivalent? Why are you getting your college degree? Why, why, you know, and your why have to be strong enough to push you through those lazy times. Some people have more lazy time than others. I'm just saying, I know I get lazy as well. And sometimes I'd be in the library and be lazy, but like, man, I feel like getting up, walking up, searching for this book. <laughs> I know exactly where the book is. Okay, maybe not, but I don't feel like looking for it. So, but we got to get past that. Our why have to be strong enough, have to be strong enough to get out there and do it, have to be strong enough to get out there and and do the research get out there and do your homework get out there and and you know network and talk with people sh showing up to different events you know whatever the case may be you know so that you can put yourself into a better position and improve because if you're if you're not putting forth an effort why should anybody else care about your company or your um career if you don't you got to put the effort into it you got to, you know, sometimes they will even tell you the consequences. If you don't do it, if you don't do this, <laughs> this is going to be the result. If you don't do this, this is going to be the result. You know, if you don't pass your test, you're going to fail your test. <clears throat> you either pass or fail. 
And then it goes into more detail about how well you passed it, how much knowledge you retained. And that's where tutors come into play and everything like that. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I had problems with finding a good tutor because they assumed that I had a lot of knowledge in a particular area. And I didn't. (laughs) And it was hard to find somebody to understand that I didn't have this particular knowledge that they assumed that I had. Oh, Lord, that was difficult. Now... Uh, fortunately for me, I was able to, uh, communicate this with a professor and he understood that, oh, okay, you don't know about this section here. You know about this, this, and this, but you don't know about this. Okay. I see where you're missing link at, you know what I mean? And that's important, you know, so it is, it's good to network and talk with people and such like that. Cause we help each other out. Okay. Now. That's motivation for you. You got to have the motivation. Your why have to be strong enough. And, and that constitute or, or boil down to your discipline. Your discipline have to be strong enough to be like, okay, I can do this. Um, I'm going to do this even though it's raining. I'm going to do this even though I don't feel like it. I'm going to do this even though I'd rather be out with my friends having fun at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to do this anyway. You know, your why have to be strong enough. And if it if it isn't, then you, you're not going to be successful because you're going to always have obstacles to what you're trying to do. It's always going to be a different option, something else that you could be doing instead of what you're trying to do. Instead of getting your certification, you could be at the bar, you know, have some beers with your friends. You know, instead of getting your college degree, you could be at, you know, whatever fraternity or sorority party that's that's hot right now or that that's out right now or that's happening on that particular day. When you know you got an exam, you know, coming up, you got to study, you know, or you got some homework you got to do. But you, you would rather watch the, 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 the football game or the baseball game or whatever the case may be. OK. All right. So that's that's motivation. You got to keep yourself motivated. You got to stay focused. You got to keep yourself motivated. And I believe that you can do it. Okay, health and fitness. Um, Health and fitness is um, something that we all need. It's not just for the athlete, the football player, the basketball player, the soccer player, the wrestler, the boxer, et cetera, et cetera. It's not just for them. Everyone needs a base amount of health and fitness. Um, And I focus more on fitness, but health, everybody needs, okay? But to get get to that is fitness, okay? And it is um, depending on what you're trying to do in your life. Everyone needs a minimum amount of exercise, because our body, our mind, discard what we don't use. So if we don't use our muscle muscles for a period of time, guess what? Our body will like our mind is like, yo, we don't need this. Let's get rid of it. <laughs> you know? And that's not what anybody wants. Everyone have the same number of muscles, it's just the muscle mass and the muscle density is different you know for someone who works out all the time is different than someone who don't work out all the time but they have the same muscle groups um and you may not if you're sitting behind a desk you may not need the muscle density of someone who's a track star i I get it but you still need exercise 
Okay. And, and everyone needs that, uh, that minimum amount of exercise and you don't have to go out there and go running. You could do something simple as, uh, walking, walking 30 minutes a day, you know, taking efforts to, uh, walk a little bit more than what you used to. And I understand that if you have a desk job, it's hard to get out there and walk when you're sitting behind a desk. And the last thing you want to do is walk <laughs> when you're mentally tired. You know, you might not be physically exerting yourself, but you're mentally exerting yourself sitting behind a desk doing these spreadsheets and stuff like that. Yeah, you're mentally tired. You're tired. All right. But you still got to walk. You got to find ways invent ways in some cases to walk and whether it's walking up and down the stairs as you go to and fro different different places or whether it's uh walking to your car instead of taking the sh shuttle you know depending on how far it is and such like that you know and and just finding different ways to exercise some companies have fitness trainers that comes in during lunch times just to give people an option to exercise whether it be yoga a dance class aerobics class uh um i can't even think of what the other one is called but it's just different exercises that people do to, to get their muscles engaged engage their muscles you know for that 30 minute time period you know and 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 such like that if you want to whether it's lose weight, gain weight, chisel up, tone up, uh, whatever you want to do in that regard is going to take a conscious effort from you because it's not something that you're used to doing. You're not used to working out five times a day, you know, five times a week. Excuse me, I said five times a day. <laughs> five times a week. You're not used to working out five times a week. You're not used to uh, walking up that flight of stairs and so your body is going to reject it initially. Your body is going to be like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> There's an elevator right there. <laughs> you know, you got to fight through it. And I've said this before for those of you, those of you who follow me is like it takes 21 days, consistent 21 days to develop a good habit. And so if you want to start exercising it takes 21 days of making it into a consistent effort after that your body is like okay this is what you want to do okay fine i get it until then your body's like i don't wanna <laughs> let's do anything but that <laughs> you know what I'm saying? and it's going to be difficult for you to do it initially because your body is rejecting it your body is like i don't want this what is this exercising thing you're trying to introduce me to? Nah, let's let's forget this exercising. There's a McDonald's right there. <laughs> There's a cafe. <laughs> let's let's get some milk and donuts. <laughs> let's get some uh, milkshake and cookies, <laughs> ice cream and cake. Bump this exercise thing, you know. Notwithstanding, you know, um, a lot of people are health driven you know and that's a great motivator if your doctor say hey you need to cut down on the sweets or you know this this and this can happen to you that's an excellent motivator right there you know and in other cases 
You might be in a health situation where your doctor say, okay, well, you can't do these exercises because of your health situation, but you can do these. I, there was a buddy of mine, and he was overweight, and um, he just started doing, like, just hand raises exercises every day, and he would do that every day at the same time, and he got into a habit. Then he went from hand raises to just standing up and sitting down, standing up and sitting down. He was, he was at the time, he was grossly overweight. He, overweight. he showed me the uh, photos and such like that. Obviously, I'm not going to show you guys it, but I'm just going to tell you his story real quick. But uh, and and he went from that just standing up and sitting down, standing up and sitting down, hand raises, standing up and sitting down, and he went from that to stretching, standing up, sitting down, hand raises, and and we went from that to walking to the front door, and then back to the couch, then to the front door, and back to the. It sounds hilarious if you're in really good shape, because it's nothing for us. We don't think about it. When we're in that good of shape, it's, it's, it's trivial, you know. But for someone uh, that was his size and his stature, that was an immense proportion to get up from that couch. Just to stand up from the couch and sit back down on the couch. Stand up from the couch and sit back down on the couch. And then walk to that front door and then back to the couch. Then walk to that front door and back. That was a big deal for him, you know. And and for those of us who are in shape, we don't think about it. We just get up and go. <laughs> oh no, you know. And so that was an immense thing for him. And and he got to the point to where he was outside walking, not jogging, just walking. And and it was such a big deal for him. He would just walk to the end of the block and back to his house. That was such a big deal for him because before, just walking to his front door, he would be in a, a pit of sweat. You know, he he would have his own sweat pool, <laughs> you know, and 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 he but he did it. Then he went from the front door to the end of the block and back to the house and the end of the block, then back to the house. And then he went from the end of the block to to the next block. It, it, it was it happened like that form. But at that took time, effort and dedication. I have so much respect for him because he did it. And he lost the weight. It took time. It took almost, I want to say it took like a year and a half-ish. But he lost all that weight. And you look at him today, he looks nothing like he did a year and six months ago. So it almost took two years for him to get there. But he got there. Yeah, he had pitfalls. Yeah, he had days that he didn't want to do it. But he kept his motivation. What his motivation was at the time was his kids. He wanted to be around to see his kids go to high school because his kids were baby at the time. You know, he just had two brand new babies. And he wanted to be around for that. And he put in the effort to do it. And so that's where it goes back into when I say your why has to be stronger than your laziness. Has to be stronger than the pain of doing it. Because that pain will shut you down every time. Your little motivation uh, thing will get eaten up and devoured <laughs> if your why is not strong enough. Your why has to be strong enough. And you have to do it for yourself. What I mean by that is you can use your 
kids, your your wife, your significant other, whomever as motivation, but it's you that got to get up in the morning and make it happen. It's you that got to, okay, instead of me walking uh, two blocks, I mean, excuse me, instead of me taking the shuttle two blocks, I just walked the two blocks, you know, notwithstanding, you know, it goes into how much time and stuff like that, which means you got to get up earlier because you're walking is going to take more time because you're walking. <laughs> so you got to get up earlier. The pain of doing all of that. Getting up earlier. So that you can walk a couple of more blocks to your job. Instead of taking the shuttle to your job. Or walking, getting up earlier so you can take the stairs. You know. There were several times when we was walking up the stairs. He was like, yo. I was like, you okay, man? He's like, yeah, I got it. I got it, man. I got it. You know, impress the hell out of me. You know, and and people told him, man, what you doing, man? Just take the stairs, man. Just give up, man. Just give up. Throw in the towel. <laughs> but he didn't. He's like, nah, man, nah, man. I'm not doing this for you. You know, I'm doing it, but I'm not. I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for my kids. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it for my kids. You know, but he had to get out there and do it. See, a personal trainer can motivate you to do things but only if you're willing to be motivated by them if you have hard press in your head that you're not going to do it no matter what that personal trainer say you ain't going to do it because you don't want to but if you have the respect of hiring that personal trainer for the job that you hired them for when they motivate you you do it you might not like it (laughs) but you do it and then when you see the results, you're going to thank them. You see what I'm saying? I'm not above hiring a personal trainer. Absolutely, I'll hire a personal trainer. I've hired a personal trainer. I talked about my friend who was grossly overweight, but let me talk about myself. I was grossly overweight. Yes, I was. And it seemed like I gained that weight overnight. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> Actually, I do. It come from all the fast food I was eating. I was literally eating and sleeping, okay? But after that, I was like, you know what? Let me get my life together. Let me get this thing together, man. You know, my why was I didn't like the pain in my chest. I didn't like, I didn't like it. I'm like, you know what? This, this ain't for me. Let me get my butt up and do some things. And I was fortunate because I had my family that didn't mind telling me, hey, bro. You're gaining some weight. Now, one of the things I, I, I do get upset with in this particular culture is this uh, the culture of like, oh, I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. Nah, hurt my feelings. Tell me the truth. You know what I'm saying? My brother, my mom, I love them to death. My brothers, my mom, sister, all them. I love them to death. Auntie, cousins, uncle, and all them. <laughs> Nephews, nieces, and such. They didn't have no problem telling me, hey, young, <laughs> hey, bro, hey, son, hey, nephew, you know, whatever. You getting fat. You fat, man. You need to do something about that. We want you here. We want you here a few more years. If that's me telling you and hurting your feelings by letting you know you fat, then guess what? You fat. I want you to be here a little bit longer. Guess what? You know what I'm saying? Now, did it hurt when they said? Yes, it hurt. I was mad as hell. I'm like, I ain't fat. 
I was in the no, I ain't fat. Then I got on the scale, like, okay, maybe you're right. <laughs> you know, I poke fun at myself all the time because I'm not as heavy as I used to be. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be at either. You see what I'm saying? There were many days when I would miraculously appear at McDonald's with the quarta panda. <laughs> like, oh, how did I get this? Where did this burger come from? <laughs> you know? But then I had to be like, okay, nah, I need to, I need to focus. I need to focus. You know what I'm saying? There were times where I had to take different routes to the gym because on the, the best route to the gym or the straightest line to the gym was the worst way to the gym because I literally passed all the fast food restaurants on the way there and on the way back. On the way there, it wasn't too bad because I was focused. I was, I was like, yes, I'm going to do this. Yes, I'm focused. <laughs> but on the way back, I'm a little tired. <laughs> A little hungry, a little thirsty. And then you start smelling those fries from McDonald's and Burger King and KFC and <laughs> all these different, you know, fast food restaurants that you never realized was there until you're on the way back from the gym and you're literally smelling all these different immaculate fragrances of food. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> how am I going to do this? I had to go around. I had to go all the way around all of this fast food, fast food row, I call it. <laughs> I had to go all the way around just to avoid smelling all those fragrances, man. Y'all, listen, it was, it was not easy. But I had to do that for a duration of time until I was, able, until I was strong enough to drive through there. Because I wasn't strong enough to drive through there and not stop and get something. You know, and most of the time I either work, uh, work out early in the morning or late at night. And either way, it was not a good idea to have some fast food right after the workout. You know, that wasn't a good thing for me. So, but I was able to do it. After a while, I was able to drive through there and it didn't bother me. It's oh, okay. They got the new, uh. They got the McRibs back. Oh, snap. Oh, they got those uh, those tacos there. Okay, okay. I don't need it for myself. I just keep on pushing. And just like anything, you're going to always have that friend that's going to be like, yo, uh, I went and got a pizza. Do you want eight slices? <laughs> not two slices. Not one slice. <laughs> Do you want eight slices, man? The meat lovers. I got you, man. <laughs> you know, it seems like everything goes on sale. Every junk food item that you enjoy eating goes on sale when you decide that you're going to stop eating uh, junk food and choose healthier options. That was that was difficult, you know, but I was able to do it. Yeah. When it, and I want to encourage you that you can do it too. And I'm, I'm letting you know straight up, it wasn't easy. There were times where I ended up at Burger King, McDonald's, KFC, uh, whatever uh, fast food joint that was there, you know, and, and, and pigged out. You know, there, there were many times when I've done that. Absolutely. But I decided that I would stop. And I did. Was 
it took me some time. And part of it was just driving around those fast food restaurants instead of driving through it with all the different fragrances and seeing all the deals <laughs> and the discounts and everything. And, and it just took me some time, but I was able to do it. And so I want to say this to you that you can do it too. Pay attention to your health. Exercising is, is definitely important, but what you eat is also important as well. And I'm not going to go on a tangent on one thing or the other. I'm just going to say eat healthy. I have my fast food day. I have the days where I eat fast food. I have the days where I have my ice cream and cake and everything. But it's not all the time. You know, I, I even have my days where I'm like, you know what, bump this. I'm getting some, I'm getting some ice cream this week. But I make up for it, you know, because I do have, I do intermittent fasting. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm faster day tomorrow anyway. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick out on this ice cream. But I didn't, I could not do that right away. Don't get me wrong, I was too weak. Because if I would, I would have started eating ice cream and cake and ice cream and muffins and ice cream and cookies initially, I would have never stopped. And I would have definitely stopped going to the gym. So I couldn't do it initially. I couldn't do it right away. But later on, once I got my groove going. There were days I had my, okay, an extra cheat meal day. <laughs> but overall, I maintain consistency and discipline. Consistency and discipline. It works hand in hand. You have to be consistent and you have to be disciplined. Now, on the motivation of the inertia of doing it, yes, that's good. That's good. But you have to understand your why have to be there as well. And so I'm fortunate that I have family members to tell me, you know, hey, we want you around a little bit longer than where, where, you, where this pathway is leading you, bro. Go ahead and go work out, eat right. And if you talk to any personal trainer, eating right is 90% of it. Working out is not 90% of it, but it helps. Everybody needs exercise. You don't have to go running. You can go jogging. You don't have to go jogging. You could go hiking. You don't have to go hiking, go walking. Walking 30 minutes a day. Alright. <laughs> Wheel of Time is a Amazon original series based off a book from Robert Jordan. Um, when I first saw the um, trailer and season one, it was number one on, on, on Amazon and uh, for a long time and I did a little research and I talked about it before uh, in, in the series and is is loosely based off the uh, book, Wheel of Time book by uh, Robert Jordan. So one of the things I learned about it is in this particular universe, the um, ruling party is basically women and they basically control the uh, current universe. It seemed like a post-apocalyptic uh, type of universe based off of what I've seen in season one. And they had their ups and downs. And, and basically it was like five small village people and they didn't know which one was the chosen one and all of that, you know. And, you know, because it was like Rand and, and, and 
and all of these different people that that you know could have been the chosen one. So there was that was the whole thing is finding the chosen one so they could beat this the 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 bad guy at the end, you know. And I'm not going to go too deep into season 1, but what I am going to say is that at the end of it it was this cliffhanger where the main well, I, I, and to me, she was because she was the one that came to the village. And to me, she was the main uh, protagonist in it. And she ended up losing her powers at the end. Uh, spoiler alert. If you guys haven't seen season one, I would apologize. I should have led with that. But and and so the this main bad guy just just took her power away. And it was just like, yes, what is it like to be right there and can't touch it you know it's there you feel it's there so you basically just separate her from the one source just 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 out of reach at the fingertips if you would i was like oh that's rude that's that's so mean oh my god (laughs) but rand ended up being the chosen one and the way that it goes the reason why their uh sect is mostly female not mostly all female is because all the men that have the power was cursed and they go mad. And and so now men cannot wield the one source. Only females can wield it. And the men uh, that they choose are basically like their guardian, their protectors. And they get linked up. Uh, uh, like, I was going to say a psychic link. A psychic link. They have this psychic link. And when that psychic link is severed, it shows it in season one that the, the 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 guy that's linked to her or the, the female that he's protecting just go crazy. He just go crazy. He just can't live without her. So she dies. He basically have this emptiness within. He, he normally just you know basically delete himself. You know, and it's unfortunate, but that's that's the way that the story is in that particular universe, right? So. Um, the cliffhanger and of season one, everybody was waiting for season two and it took a while and they started filming it and they finally got it done. And then the strike happened and they wasn't sure if they're going to release it. And they finally decided to release it and and it's, and it's, but they've, they've been completed it, but it just took a while to complete. (laughs) Uh, Cause, uh, I want to say that the show started in 2021, uh, 2020, 2021. And they were waiting on season two. Season two was just released in September of this year. So it took, you know, over a year for them to finish it. Now, one of the other characters that interesting characters to me was uh parent. He, he, he have basically like wolf powers and later on in season two, you find out that he's a wolf brother, you know, but in season one, you, you don't know. You just know he has these powers with wolves, you know, and, and it's like, wow, I wonder if he can turn into a werewolf type thing. You know now, if I didn't never read the book, I would never know exactly the details of his power. If you read the book, then you already know what the details of power is. And I never read the book. So I was like. Is he going to be a werewolf? Is this dude going to turn into a werewolf? I was like, what's going on? <laughs> and so, and I think that, you know, it touched on uh, several things and it was, it was interesting to say the least. And, um, the adaptation from the book, like, 
a lot of fans who've read the book, fans of the book, love the book, hate the adaptation because it stray away from the source material. And I get it. However, you can write the book is a composite of the author and the reader's imagination is a composite of that. So the author basically tells you like, Oh, the succulent sweet smell of roses in the air and amidst the honeydew breeze that slowly flowed through the course of my hair. And, and so it, it paints this picture and you in and it links with your imagination so you you begin to visualize the words of the author and and so when you adapt that into television or even a movie if you would a degree is going to be lost because it may not be how you see it or how you imagine it and it goes into that director that cinematographer that production you know uh what they can do uh with it and and uh, i hate to say it but it goes into the cost of it as well you know production costs you know the cost of the special effects you know and and so like they talk about the wolves in season two like they're like wolf-like dogs you know because in real life they're just dogs or whatever but they look like wolves made them look like wolf but it's supposed to be like bigger or whatever and they talk about like i read some of the Game of Thrones stuff, and it was like, oh, well, in Game of Thrones, you know, they had the Timberwolves, and they were big. Yeah, but do you know how much that cost? <laughs> do you know how much that cost? Okay, so they had to adapt it, and 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 yes, the, these uh, dogs that they use, they wasn't able to CGI it to make it the size that it is in the book, because the book don't have a cost price tag to it. But I think they still did good. It's just that you know you you can only do with what within your budget. It's and it's a TV show, not a movie. They get you get a bigger budget for a movie, but it still wouldn't satisfy everybody, um, even in a movie with a bigger budget because it's still stemming off of your imagination and the author's dis- description of that thing, and we never want to uh, go verbatim from the book to the movie or the TV show unless they have permission and that goes into the legality of it all and so they they have permission to do it but they they might not be want to do it exactly like the book or they might can't do it exactly like the book all these different legalities different little things okay and the cost of it so they have to make these particular adjustments so and still try to tell a good story now i think they did good and that's my honest opinion and i think that the casting for these various roles were immaculate all of they they did wonderful the guy that were hunting the el shaddai in season one and end up getting killed by a wolf dude <laughs> that he was actually pretty ba you know what i'm saying he was pretty he was like wow and he had like this whole like chain of El Shaddai that he killed over time. I'm just like, oh my God, this dude ain't no joke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and I say all of that to say that, you know, there's a lot of criticism that they say they strayed away from the source material. That's not unusual. 
I'm pretty much every um, movie, TV show, and such like that don't go verbatim from the source material. Sometimes they just use the source material as a reference, a preference point, and they steer away from it. And I think that's good to a point because not even the book readers know exactly what's coming next. And it, and it gives the creative uh, uh, liberty to the director, the cinematographer and such like that, where they could actually do more things, you know, uh, than just step by step as the book says. So I, I actually I'm, I'm, I'm on board with the steering away from the source material a bit. You know, in order to to tell a good story. And I think that is going well so far. Now, the the side stories that they have, everything in in even in the book and TV series and movies have the main arc or the main story. And then you have several side stories to keep the person entertained. You're not just telling that one story because there's more stuff that's going on at the same time because that's life. It's always more stuff that's going on at the same time as this, that, and the other, this, that, and the third, you know. And so it makes sense to have all of these different side stories. And then you have some side story that ends by the episode and other side stories that, you know, continues and may end at the end of the season or the in and in um during before before during or just after finale like tying everything up so it it depends on how the writers and how the 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 uh director and such like that want to tell this story and and that's why I like the creative liberties is that they have that opportunity to do so shout out to the WGA for their tentative uh contract and so I, I like that. I think they did really good in this, you know, and so like season one is already in the can that's been done, but you know, I'm looking forward there. We're in the middle of the season right now. So I'm looking forward to see how it continued to develop. Now I binge watched a lot of it. Now these episodes are at least an hour each. So you got to have some time to watch it. You can't, I mean, if you're going to be like me and binge watch it now, they have to release a new episode every week. I just can't watch it every week. So I'll set aside a day and just binge watch it all day long. <laughs> watch four episodes. That's four hours, you know, but, uh, I'm enjoying it. And, 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 you know, keeping in mind, like, I know that it's not going to follow verbatim as the uh, source material. So non-readers will get it, will enjoy it as well. A lot of the people that enjoy the book are really up in arms about them steering away from the source material. I, do, I understand to a degree, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm kind of glad they did, you know, and the non-readers don't have to go back and read the book to get a clear understanding of what the TV show is talking about. And that's the other thing they did really well as far as explaining different aspects of it, of why this person is here now, as opposed to in the book, they were way over there, you know, and um, there's other aspects of it is like, okay, well, that makes sense, you know, and but, you know, uh, just some book readers just can't get over it. So I was just like, hey, you know, I like it. I think it's good. I think they did very well. I really do. Um, so, yeah, Wheel of Time, they're in their second season. They're midway through their second season. Uh, if you want to check it out, definitely check it out. 
Uh, the episodes is approximately one hour long. Okay. And, um, yeah, I think it's worth watching. I really do. I think that the casting was done immaculately. The actors done a wonderful job and whomever they had writing and directing did a wonderful job. And I think that, um, a lot of people say that season two is better than season one and season one was really good because I saw season one and there are certain things I wanted to know what happened with this person or that person, which is being answered, but, uh, <laughs> they're taking their time <laughs> answering some of the stuff, but uh, but that's also a good thing because, you know, it's like a little teaser type thing, you know, so it keeps you engaged and stuff. So I think overall they did good. I really do. I really do think they did good. Okay. So that's my uh, synopsis on the Wheel of Time. If you have any questions, comments, or anything you wanted to add, or anything that you think that I should have mentioned, let me know. Um, feel free to let me know. I want to hear from you. Uh, and, you know, uh, this is the JBNI Show. I am your host, The Fire Hulk. <laughs> All right. Well, one of the things I want to do um, is I want to add in a little sports section and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't, uh, I wanted to give you guys a bit of a variety cause you know, sports is always out there and I'm a big sports fan and stuff like that. So if I can talk about some sports and stuff like that, or have some of my compadres talk about some sports, I'll be happy to bring them on. And I want to try to bring on, um, um, the sports bag bros and, and give them, uh, a segment so they could talk about some sports. Okay. So be expecting that coming up soon. And the JB and I show the sports bag bros. These guys are awesome. They know sports. All right. And, uh, myfitwatch.net shameless plug for me, get all of my merch and stuff like that from there. And yeah, you're going to enjoy it. And, uh, I M E Y T C baby. The I Middleton entertainment YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? We on the block. <laughs> we here, y'all. We here. All right, y'all. Love you guys. Y'all are awesome. You are awesome. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> and a quick overview about the JBNI show. I talk about motivation, fitness, and health, movies, TV shows, video games, even. Um, I also talk about sports and and other uh items that i think that you will enjoy you know what i'm saying i'm always willing to hear from you guys and and uh i love giving birthday shout outs and such like that okay y'all have a wonderful and blessed day and uh until next time bye <laughs>